And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. I started this podcast in 2000 to give the gift of more positive content into the world. Since then, I've done a special Christmas episode each year, and this is the fourth one I've done. But no matter when you listen or what holidays you celebrate, I truly hope you feel connected and blessed. On today's episode, we're going to talk about being a gift to ourselves and others. And to help me with discussion, I want to welcome back my dear friend, Anna Maria, Maria, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Tony. I'm I'm so excited to be back and so thankful to be part of the Christmas episode. And it's just honestly a beautiful journey whenever we meet and we have a conversation. So thank you so much for having me here. Well, I'm looking forward as we continue this journey. And this is your third appearance. So you are now officially a member of the Thriving Three. <laughs> The so, thriving free. <laughs> yes. So you've given three gifts, just like the three wise men in the Christmas story. Three gifts of podcast episodes. See that I haven't thought about it like that. So yeah, what can I say? <laughs> I'm happy to be able to do so. Well, I'm happy to have you here to celebrate Christmas with me on the episode. And we're going to talk about this concept of being a gift to ourselves and to others, because I believe it's so important because I believe each of us were given a special gift. Well, that gift is life. And in our life, our job, our purpose in our life, being this is the Purposely Positive Podcast, our purpose is to give back that gift and shine that light to others. Let's start out. I want to go down a different path before we get into the deeper discussion. I want to talk about gifts in general. Do you have a special gift that you always remember from your childhood? A special gift that I always remember. Hmm. I will tell you, nothing material comes to my mind, but the idea of family, I think that's that's the biggest gift I think I can think of the idea of of family and love and being surrounded by that Christmas by Christmas by Christmas I love that I I love that answer because it's really sometimes we get caught up in the whole idea of material possessions and while there's nothing wrong with having material things the thing about it is those material things when we're not here anymore where are they going we can't take them with us I think we need to treasure those experiences that we have with other people and with family, especially, because I think if you know people in your life who have family members who've passed on or that is something when that place at the Christmas or whatever holiday table is vacant, it's a very sad time, but we will always have memories of that person. And I think if we give the gift of love and of memories I think that is a great gift. So I, I love the way you look at things. Yeah. And also I think the the gift of gratitude, because 
we were saying it's all a matter of perspective and as painful as something can be it can also come in a way with with joy maybe tears of joy maybe you know moments of gratitude for what was rather than what is not right now so always also a matter of perspective painful of course but we can choose to see it in a different light Yes. And when we choose to see it in the right light and coming from that state of gratitude, when we're grateful for the people around us that are with us in our life. And I think that is part of the gift that we give to them. You know, we talk about being a gift to ourselves and to others. Our gift to others is to be around them and to be joyful and to shine our light to them. And that really helps make the world a better place. Yes, <laughs> we are all gifts, if you put it like this. Yeah, I think it's obviously up to any, to all of us, like each and every one of us. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful way to, to put it like that. Mm -hmm. And I think what I can think of, though, is that I think you have to do some work to be able to, to see it like this, to see yourself as a gift to others and also to see others as a gift to you. I think it's also some work that has to be done in order to see things like this yes that's true that's true well and i like how you brought up others are a gift to ourselves because when people come in our life you know there's some people that we just meet and we you know we just pass the time of day with them we have a conversation with them it's kind of like that time and how time passes some people we, we're around and time really passes quickly you know hours go by and it feels like 15 minutes i don't know if you've been in that situation when you know you've been with people but there are some people in our life that we can just imagine like a time in the future maybe five years from now and we can still remember the connection that we started with in the very beginning and I think when we give that kind of gift to other people, that gift of caring for people and helping them to become the best people that they can be. And really, I think you and I have that same outlook on life. We like to walk around and make the world better than it was before we were here. Yeah, I would like to believe so. And I think everything, everything starts with this idea of self-love because I believe that you can do good things for others, but I think your first responsibility is to make your life good in a way. And once things are good for you, I think there is so much more to give to others. So I just wanted to say this, that I believe a lot in the idea of doing good for others and maybe even self-sacrifice. But in general, I think my life experience has taught me that taking care of yourself can also be a gift for others. Taking care of your health, um, you know, so that others can see you in good health. That's that's a big one. So I just wanted to, you know, put out this perspective like that. Well, that's why I love having you on the podcast, Maria, because you just summarized pretty much exactly where I was going with this whole topic of being a gift to ourselves and to others, because it starts with ourself. And if you think about it, the Christmas story that we talk about you know i'm not talking the christmas story of you know santa claus or frozen or any of those i'm talking about like the original christmas story it comes out of the bible and one of the other things that come out of the bible is this phrase love your neighbor as yourself but you have to think about those last two words as yourself 
it presupposes that before we can love someone else, we have to love ourselves first. And we cannot be that gift to others if we keep going around beating up ourselves over things. And how many people do you know that go around, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, I'm such a dummy for doing that. Well, stop it. You know, say, okay, I did something silly. I did something, you know, I made a mistake, but I'll learn from that mistake and I'll keep going. I'm not the dummy. I just did a dumb thing. And I think we have to reframe it in that perspective if we want to really show love to ourselves. Exactly. Um, I think detachment is a big thing over here. You have to, you know, detach yourself in a way from the actions, from the emotions, because you are not that, as you said, you know, I'm not that. I, and I think that also comes with a lot of like control or like power that you have because suddenly you can adjust things, you can choose a different direction. And yeah, I think what you were saying, you know, it all starts, I think, with self-love. And in the end, I strongly believe that the exterior world is a reflection of the interior world. So I'm going to say it again. The exterior world is a reflection of the interior world. And I think that's that's a very big one that once you start to sort of realize it, I think you might look at things differently and yeah, maybe adjust some priorities. <laughs> Sometimes we have to look at things in different ways too. I believe it's Wayne Dyer that said, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I think that's one of my favorite quotes because it is really so true. How we look at things can completely change our world. If we look at something, if we try to find the silver lining, I guess, in things. Now I realize Right now, as we're recording this podcast, there's a lot of negative things going on in the world. If you pay attention to news, which I try not to, you know, I try to be informed, but I don't dwell on it. But when you pay attention to some of the things going on with the world, the economy and all the unrest in the world, and, you know, I just feel feel terrible for all these people in these countries where there's a lot of turmoil and unrest. And uh, I pray every day for, for those people. But at, at the same time, we have to focus and we have to look for those things to be grateful for. You know, and I think in everything that happens in our life, we can find that grateful moment. And why? Because I think this carries positive energy, right? If we're able to cultivate those you know, moments of gratitude that spreads within us and outside us, you know, it carries good energy. It's like, it makes your frequency higher, your vibration. It's like so much to gain from like little moments of gratitude. And it's just, it spreads. But what else spreads is negative, like negative energy, all the negative feelings. Those have even a higher power of, of spreading themselves. It's like more, not, not more toxic, but it just spreads faster. So yes. If you're aware of this, then you you will start to think of your feelings and your the way you look at things a bit differently. Because once you feel something in one way, that will spread in other ways and in an, uh, will affect other things too. So suddenly how you do one thing might affect how you do all the other things. So I think when we find ourselves in those scenarios where, you know, we, we feel maybe 
bitter or you know we feel like complaining or there's something always that's not okay I think you know it's a moment for us to like maybe pinch ourselves and and realize that we're self-inflicting that you know it's it's totally okay to feel what we're feeling but it's us who are self-sabotaging and digging down and just making the hole bigger because we're going with it we're allowing it to you know, to take us down. So if I think this was just a reminder that again, the power is within you and to just sort of put a hold on the old habits and realize that that's what really keeps you stuck or like, yeah, it's, I know it's easy to say, Tony, but I just wanted to say that, you know, this idea of negative spreads faster than positive and to cultivate those little moments of positivity and to give less power of negativity i think it's it's a big big step yeah it's a big step and it's focusing on the positive more because you're exactly right there's a book that i read it's called the power of bad and i think i can't think of the author's name now the power of bad and it talks exactly about what you were just talking about the power of the negative things in our life it's a four to one ratio So when something bad happens, it affects us four times more than something good. Knowing that we need to develop those positive moments in our life. And one of the best ways to do that is starting your day with gratitude. And I recommend to all my clients, and I talk about this all the time, people on the podcast probably getting tired. Here's Tony on his little soapbox again, but start your day with three things that you're grateful for. Write them down the night before. And then when you get up in the morning, read those three things that you're grateful for every day and spend a couple of moments in those gratitude moments. And the other thing that I like to do, and this is something I I borrowed a little bit from Tony Robbins. He does something called priming in the morning. But what I do especially is focus on one thing, one goal that you have and imagine yourself completing that goal and become grateful for the fact that you've achieved it. So it's kind of like, uh, it's like future pacing. And I think that really will turn up that level of positive moments in your life to combat those negative moments that we talked about. Exactly. And I think another big one, if we think about it, you know, what all of these things are related to, it comes down a lot with, I believe, emotional regulation. And I think that this is a skill that is really key for growth in all in all aspects. And for those that maybe are not aware of emotional regulation, it's more or less refers to the process by which individuals influence which emotions they have, when they have them, and how they experience and express their feelings. And I wanted to bring this up because I think it's really a key factor in how we deal with everything. If if we're able to regulate our emotions and what we feel and what we think, if we're able to be more in the now than in the past or in the future, just imagine how much different things would be like. Because as loaded with problems as you think you are, you have to wonder yourself, what problem do I actually have right now in this moment? And you have to also detach yourself from the things around you. And it's just, this, this, it carries so much power, the ability to, to regulate yourself. And I wanted to put this out there because I feel like it's the root of many of the negative scenarios that we experience. 
Yes, it definitely is. And when we focus on what's going on, when we're in that present moment, we're, we're in the now, as I think uh, Eckhart Tolle wrote a book called, the Power. I think it's called uh, The Power of Now. Um, I, I may have forgotten the title, but anyway, it's Tolle. And he talks about that being in the present moment, because that's all there is right now. Yes, I truly believe in making goals and planning your future, but you don't live in your future. You live in the present moment and you should enjoy those moments because we really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, you know, you talk about family. I mean, we don't know what family members we're going to be spending time with. We don't know what people that are going to come across our path, spend time in the present and enjoy those things. When they happen, go into a Starbucks or whatever, wherever you like to go and enjoy that cup of coffee. If you like coffee, I was in California a few months ago and I was able to enjoy some nice California wine and just sipping that glass of wine and watching a beautiful sunset. Enjoy that beautiful sunset. Maria, you and I were talking about sunsets before we got on the podcast. And it's just every time you really focus on those things, you can truly enjoy them. And it really helps you to enjoy your life more and in turn to help to spread that positivity and joy to those around you and be a gift to them as well as yourself. Exactly. And I think many, some of us, some of you listening out there, you know, might be very skeptical about pretty much everything. Why? Because first of all, you you might not be used to, you know, this way of thinking or seeing things and there is resistance because it feels unfamiliar. And honestly, there are just so many excuses that come to your mind to why this is not right or why this doesn't work for you, because it's just for you. It's not like that. It's just your special case. And I'm not saying this to diminish it anyway, because I have been probably Tony have been in, in your shoes. I just wanted to put it out there just to make you understand that this is possible it's possible for you it's possible for the people around you it's just more of a choice and how do you make this choice well i think everything starts with first of all the belief that this is possible but more than this is just with taking one single step and one small action because what happens is this whole topic can be very overwhelming. There is so much to do. It's a whole journey ahead. So many changes, you know, emotional regulation, um, interior world, present moment. There's just so many things to improve or work on and it feels overwhelming. So what happens, you will usually stick to the old ways of doing things just because that's what you're used to. And it's, the, it's easy. It's in your comfort zone. Despite the pain, it's what you know to do. But I'm here to tell you that it is possible and it all starts and should start, I think, with belief and a small step. Like, don't even worry about all the things that you need to improve and change. It's just what is the small action that you can take today to make it better? Like, is it, you know, those three moments of three things you're grateful for in the morning? Is it the priming? Is it like a five minute exercise where you try to meditate you know in the beginning your mind will be uh, full of thoughts and you're like what is this why am I doing this it just doesn't feel right That's but funny. like if you yeah if you stick with it if you stick it with it it's inevitable that change will happen it's just I would say try to focus on that one thing and then when you 
you know, you sort of figure out that one thing, then move to the other thing, test it, see, does it work? It's literally also like a, a business mindset, you know, it's just try not to be overwhelmed with everything and do what you can in this moment right now. Even if it's small, you have no idea how much a small action can change everything. Yeah, I think they talk about that 1% action in his book, Atomic Habits. If you've read that book, if you haven't read that, Maria, I highly recommend it, Atomic Habits. And it talks about if we just do 1% more each day, it has a multiplying effect. That becomes like 37% more you know, for the, for the year or something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it does have a multiplier. So get out of your comfort zone, do one new thing each day and spend time learning about yourself and learning about the things that you can do to really spend time. Uh, you know, you brought up meditation, for example. Meditation, I laughed because when I first started doing it, it was very unnatural. But then I just learned focus on the breath at first. So that's what I did. And pretty soon I learned that I could focus on other things and I could tune out the world around me and focus on what's right in front of me and learn to love this person because it's so important to love yourself in order to do that you really have to have to focus uh, i think in the beginning so learning to meditate that, that's a great analogy that you gave i want to kind of change direction a little bit unless you have other comments on this maria but gifts and traditions are something that are affiliated with christmas or associated with christmas everyone has Christmas traditions in their family. And we started talking about the best gift that you ever got. It wasn't really a, a physical possession. It was being around the family. So I'll bet that you had traditions in your family when you were growing up. I just wondered maybe what some of those were, those precious traditions. And is there anything that you still do now that you did like when you were a little girl? Yes, there is one thing that um how to say carry it on over the years um, and it's really our tradition i would say i have an older brother he's a few years older than me and every year we would go how to say caroling to carol to to sing carols together and every year before the christmas dinner and before we open presents we start by me and my brother coming together and singing those those carols together. And let me tell you, Tori, the funny thing is that most of the years is the same list of four or five carols that we repeat. And I think everyone has heard them again and again. But I think every time it carries such a powerful weight, you know, it carries gratitude the fact that we're all there together the fact that we're doing this after so many years the fact that we're able to do it is just even though you know it's funny because it's always the same <laughs> nothing really new it's just as powerful every single time if not more powerful because you're aware of the passing of time and as a bonus know that I'm trying to make it sound a bit different so I'm not keeping the same rhythm or or I'm trying to do an impro for at least like one of them, just so you know. So yeah, we're we're Why trying. Why does that not surprise me? 
you would try to do something just a little bit different. Yeah. So we spice it up a bit. But yeah, that's a that's a beautiful moment. And then we end the whole, let's say, a moment with inviting all of the members of the family and whoever is there to join us into singing the most traditional Christmas song, which is it's like a Santa Claus song. And we invite everyone to tune in and join in. And we finish by everyone, you know, singing and it's it's beautiful. That sounds absolutely beautiful. And that's just one of those traditions that you will always have that memory, that gift to yourself and that gift to your brother as well, because you'll both have that memory and the rest of the family, too. They'll be laughing to wonder what change you're going to make and which song you're going to make that change to. So I could put you really on the spot now and ask you to sing part of that. I'm not sure. It, it's better in reality. I'll I'll give you that. That's going to be my excuse. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you off the hook being that it's Christmas, but maybe another time we'll get you to sing something. Maybe, maybe. I'm always so honestly like open, but um, I'm thinking, yeah, I really go all in into this and I'm, I'm not sure, you know, our speakers have good headsets and all of that and we don't want to hurt their hearing. So <laughs> <laughs> are you into all the, the decorating and so forth for, for the holiday? But I, I love it. Yeah, I think it's you have the possibility that it's, it adds to it, you know, to be able to add decoration and, and fairy lights and to just mm-hmm. make it maybe more cozy or mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And I think it, it carries its its own magic. So, yes, I think if there's a possibility, then I, I would do it. It adds to it. It enhances it. It makes it a bit more special. Yes, a bit more special for sure. You know, one of my traditions that uh, we used to do when my children were very, very small is we used to always go out and look at Christmas lights. We would find out what neighborhoods had the biggest displays of Christmas lights outside their houses. You know, they actually post this stuff. You can find some of that stuff uh, online. It'll list, go to this neighborhood or this neighborhood because these people go all out. And there's some people here, you know, in the U.S., I've had some people complain about it and go, well, they could use the money that they're spending on their electric for much better things. But you know what? Most lights bring joy and you see the faces on all, all the kids. So one of the things I still like to do is I'll still go out and take a drive around the neighborhoods and I'll look at the Christmas lights. It's amazing um, in the beauty of the neighborhood. I, I'm not a real fan of, of snow. I like it somewhat, but it can be pretty, but I, I like the warmer climate. However, there is something magical when you see the Christmas lights glistening on the snow. It's just, I think it gives that, if you allow yourself to go with it it gives that magical feeling and moment where for a moment everything stops and maybe you're taken back to your childhood moments or maybe you feel the smell of the food that you love the most or maybe you know you just believe that in the magic of Christmas and that everything is possible I think Christmas comes with a big power of good in the world like of you know love and it carries i think a big positive energy because for some of us um it obviously depends on the culture christmas is loaded with beautiful memories and and love christmas is magical if you allow it to be so yeah i think it just reminds us a bit about 
you know, what we thought was possible when we were younger and when we believed like things are possible, you know, and we didn't have all of these belief systems that are blocking our way to believe in magic. So, yeah. In the magic of Christmas, everything is possible. I love that. That's a great statement to make today when you know we're talking about this holiday and we're talking about being a gift to ourselves and others. Give the gift of that magic. And part of that magic is the magic associated with love, loving others and spending time in those moments, those moments that bring you back to your childhood. I remember as a little boy, even going and sitting on Santa Claus's knee as a little child and asking him what I wanted for Christmas. And, you know, that kind of thing, that innocence, I guess, of childhood. I think that's one of the things that we're missing, I think, in the world today. There's the innocence of childhood. And we see that every year at Christmas when we watch the Christmas specials on TV or sing the Christmas songs or just see the magic of the lights. And I think there's a an old saying that said, if every day could be like Christmas. But sometimes that's a nice thing to think about. But I think it's really the mindset of Christmas that we're talking about, uh, of being able to love ourselves and love others and uh, share the gift of, what do they say, peace on earth and goodwill toward men. And we don't see that in the world today as much. Yeah. And I think it's also this idea, again, that, you know, being in the moment, because what happens is Christmas many times give us that excuse to live like to not focus on anything else, maybe many times work, you know, we don't give it as much importance if, if we can. It's like everything becomes about Christmas, about family, preparing the dishes, getting presents, lights, celebrating, meeting old friends. It's just, it becomes about the now and what's going on in the now. And again, that's very powerful because suddenly we leave everything else aside if we can for a few days and we focus, you know, on the good. And it's just, yeah, I think that that is beautiful. That is powerful. And Tony, let me tell you this. I think Again, we have, it's some, for some of us, it's easier to see things like this. Of course, some of us also have it easier with circumstances and everything, and, and some have it better than others. But I think one thing that has helped me to live an even better life and see things even in, in a, a brighter light is, don't laugh, romanticizing my own life a bit giving yourself the permission to romanticize your life you know the small moments is it you know the coffee that you poured in your favorite cup and the way the foam goes and the smell and it's just maybe you bought this this little fairy light or maybe you bought this whatever different decoration and it's like little things like this if you focus on them and you know you let them you let yourself feel the good feelings about that I think it adds up like let yourself to see things in a light like that to enjoy the little things to really like I don't know take a picture of it make a note of it to romanticize it yeah I think that helps I love that idea to romanticize it it's really again and you brought it up living in the now and in the present and living with that gratitude because when we are in the present when we focus on this present moment and we can feel the joy, we can feel the love, we can feel the connection, we can feel 
everything good about this moment and how it makes us feel. And it could be something as simple as sipping your coffee in the morning to going out and looking at a beautiful sunset or just going outside and just breathing the air and just realizing that, hey, I'm alive. I'm here and the world is uh, my playhouse, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word. Exactly. And I think going back to the way we started the conversation, Tony, is this idea of, you know, the world is the exterior world is a reflection of your interior world. I believe that as beings, we have so much within us. I feel like we are enough. I feel like everything can be found within us. This goes to say that I know people who have little and make so much out of it. And I know people who have a lot and don't make almost anything of it. And I just wanted to say that this Christmas and everything is not about how much you have. It's not about the the presents, how big they are. It's not about maybe the dishes, how diverse and it can be about these things but it doesn't have to be. It's about the things that you give value to and you have the power to give value to things. And I encourage you, you know, to get out of what's missing and focus on what there is. And I just wanted to put this out there because I know there's the excuse, not the excuse, it's it's valid, you know, that I don't have this. I am not in that place. I cannot. It's this all of the negatives that come in. But what if We focus on what there is and the fact that we are and the fact that, you know, as you said, we're living. We maybe, you know, we we have good health. That's one of the most precious things that we can have in this world. Like, what if we start switching on what we have rather than what we don't? And again, know that there are people with a lot that make a little of it and people with a little that make a lot of it. So it's a lot of of perspective matters. It's totally, totally about perspective and the magic of possibilities, because sometimes, you know, we focus on things that, oh, that'll never happen. You know, I'll never have this. I'll never do. We'll never say never focus on the possibilities of things happening. I mean, you know, here we are, we're talking and recording this podcast and we're in different parts of the world and, you know, we're two great friends and we we get to share these these moments and you know years ago let's even go back 10 years ago i mean this would not be possible so just the fact what is not possible today or yesterday is always possible tomorrow and always focus on those possibilities and the joy that life gives you every day exactly and i think it's also this idea cuz you know we are talking about gifts i feel like sometimes it's interesting. Maybe giving or sharing is not doesn't come natural for you, but I think it would be an interesting exercise <laughs> to try to do something. It can be something very, very small, like helping a granny to carry her bag or just little things, right? Trying to do things for others without expecting anything in return. I think it's such a great way to start doing things. So trying to do something for others without expecting anything in return. And I think this even goes to if you think about literally Christmas presents, because sometimes, you know, we might 
we invest a lot in the presence of others and we expect to get, you know, at least the same in return, if not better. So there is an expectation or thoughts like this. I just wanted to give an example. But what if we did things without just because we wanted to do them and and for those people and without that expectation? And I think we might find ourselves surprised of how good that actually feels. But you might want to say, Maria, well, that is an expectation because you expect to have a good feeling associated with it. Fair enough. (laughs) That's a good point. But still, like the point is doing things for others, I think, can bring a lot of joy and it's beautiful. And I think doing it without expectations is like, is the real thing. So yeah, I think that can also bring joy. Maybe if you cannot do something for yourself, do something for others without expectations. And I think that can come back in so many forms and shapes. I feel like always giving will come back in a way or another. It's like a law of the universe. It's law of the universe. Yes. Giving will always come back and always don't do it with the expectation. When we turn our expectation into appreciation, that's when the magic can happen. And that's really a great way to summarize the gift of Christmas and the gift that we can become to ourselves, the gift that we can be to others. Anna Maria, this has been a great episode and I would love for you to be able to give out your information if people wanted to reach out to you. And then after that, I have one more follow-up question. Definitely. So if you guys, you know, were, let's say, touched or resonate with some of the things that I said or if you just want to follow me and my journey and all of this beliefs that I have I recommend you follow me on Instagram there is my personal profile it's called here dot we grow together or I post even more often on Pensite HQ is the the company that I'm currently growing and if you know you're interested in growing your online business or even in more talks about mindset or yeah just to hear me talking more on some subjects that might be of interest for you check out the code strike podcast about available on all platform i run it i have weekly episodes have a look see if that's for you you know maybe you can find even more value there so i definitely recommend check it out subscribe and reach out you know feel free to send a dm anything i'm always there And who knows, maybe if they reach out, you'll sing them a Christmas carol. (laughs) Maybe. I have this impromptu moments and they're very real. So that's very possible. That's very possible. (laughs) Uh, Hey, it's it's all about the possibilities, just like we said before. So the last question I'm going to ask you today is, did you have a favorite Christmas food, a treat that you would give yourself at Christmas time? Very good question. Do I have a favorite Listen to me, Tony. I am a foodie person. (laughs) I love food. It's like in my country, in my family, there will be lots of dishes. So I think my my favorite thing is the combination between all of those dishes. Obviously, I could choose one, but the combination of like all of those together again and again, and like the sort of taste of childhood and yeah, I think that's what I would go for. It's like instead of one thing, it's the combination of of all things. <laughs> the combination of all things. Okay. Well, I guess I'll have to I'll have to take that answer. You know, I was looking for like sometimes people say like a cherry cobbler or a cinnamon roll or 
candy canes. I was never, I guess when I was a kid, I liked candy canes. I don't do those very much lately. I'm not that much of a, I don't have that much of a sweet tooth. So maybe that's why I don't have such a clear answer because I think, yeah, I like savory food more. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will savor this conversation and this episode to go along with it. Anna Maria, I want to thank you so much for being with us here at Christmas time and celebrating the holiday with us. And for those out there listening, you know, I hope they enjoyed our conversation. I hope they followed it because sometimes when you and I get together, we can kind of go off on tangents all over the place, but it's just part of our conversation and, and I always enjoy it. Yeah. And I think, Tony, first of all, thank you for, you know, again, the opportunity for me to be here. And if I can leave, you know, our listeners with something would be, first of all, feel the love that, that is around in whatever form or shape. Maybe you see some kids singing a carol at some stranger's door and then straight that stranger having a, a smile on their face and just being there in that moment. or Whatever love you can see, see or feel, let yourself feel it even more. If you can give, offer, make it better for anyone in any way, maybe maybe it's even like donating old clothes or like, I don't know, offering a meal. It's just what is it you can do for others? Because I feel like this is a moment of giving as well. And then most important, I would say, believe in the magic of Christmas, whatever that might be for you. Just believe in the magic of Christmas and that there can be magical things, occurrences, and that it is possible. And make a wish. <laughs> make a wish, you know, make a wish on the Christmas day or one of those days. Make a wish for yourself for something that truly matters. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to make a wish. And I believe everything you said, feel the love that's right there with us today and enjoy the magic of Christmas. And with that, you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. And you can give yourself a gift this Christmas. It's a free ebook. You can download it at the website and you can start living a magical Christmas and a purposely positive life. <laughs>